you on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm your resident Spielberg enthusiast, Justin Kizan. I think last week, last week, last month, we said we were either going to do Steven Spielberg's director's chair, if we could find it, or mm-hmm. The Lost World next, because that would be the next movie in the order. Right. But we, we done forgot <laughs> that Spielberg had a new release coming out. Right. Mm-hmm. And as we did with uh, Bridge of Spies, we decided to, <laughs> to break into our regular, regularly scheduled programming mm. with a, a, a new Spielberg update. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, that's what we if, if a new Spielberg movie comes up, that's what we're always going to do. We're going to yeah. break. We're going to break in. We're going to break in, take it, you know, and then jump forward to the present. Yes. So we'll go back to the past afterwards. This, he's cranking around these days. We have not been going for two years, and mm-hmm. yet we've had to break in twice. You know what? Which is kind of fun. I would say this is almost appropriate yeah. because that's kind of what ended up happening with Schindler's List and, Sh- and Jurassic Park. They were like a year apart yeah. from each other. And the upcoming next year, uh, Amistad and Lost World are practically in the same distance. So it does feel like that's what he likes to do. Um, I would almost argue, starting with 94 or 93, he's like, he sort of do this trend of, I make a dramatic one, yeah, and I make a quote-unquote fun one, yeah. depending on what your definition of fun is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it looks like you know, dramatic one was Bridges Bees, yes, um, and this one is the big fucking giant, the big fucking giant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I did. I was half considering. Uh, but, uh, asking for a ticket to the big fucking show when I got there, but there were like kids in line, so I, I, I decided against it. <laughs> it's like uh, you're, I can imagine you just kind of sitting on like big friend, BFG, yeah, one, <laughs> one for the BFG, please. Um, so you know how I feel about this movie because I told you. You yeah, you gave I me thought. a spoiler to a certain degree, which I uh, yeah, like okay. So I'll say this much: uh, I was at work. Yeah, I got a Facebook message from Matt. Yeah. Very, very, very pointly in like <laughs> one sentence told me how I felt about it, and I'm like, couldn't wait till tomorrow, huh? <laughs> no, I couldn't. I needed to tell somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, fair enough. So uh, that's sort of it's it's a thing where I walked in going like, why? Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like okay, I'm curious about this because I, I it's it sort of gives me a weird, interesting angle while watching it, going like, what exactly did Matt not like as I'm watching it? And I'm like, I can see that being a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can see okay. I can see him. I can see. Like, here's the thing. I'm not. I. I. You will. You'll hear my opinion on the film very yeah. soon. But I can while watching it, and you know, we've done many episodes at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. I have an idea of how your opinion can go. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, another element too is the fact that this film was also written by Melissa Matheson. Yes. Uh, sadly, her last film. Um, and. Yeah, the last time Mel felt this way about a time that Spielberg and Madison worked together. Well, now you're setting me up. To- <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to make me the bad guy. I'm here. just saying that there's a straight... There, I I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but no, no, I have but a history of not enjoying their collabs. You, you, uh, so let's, let's say... Look, I'm just going to cut... Yeah. Cut to the chase. Uh, that film was E.T. Yeah. And Matt was not fond of E.T. That is correct. So I actually... And I took that in walking in too, going, Matt didn't like E.T., I loved E.T. Mm-hmm. We also oh, come, so, yeah. So we come from two obviously different different perspectives. Different perspective on that, on yeah. that. and you know, I understand E.T. for me it's a nostalgia thing, yeah, as well. But I also maintain I still think it's a great movie for me. I understand why you didn't like it. Um, but I'm I'm 32, <laughs> so let's see how 
Let's see how we fared with the new with the new situation. Did mm. you have any attachment to the book uh, going into this? I'm a huge Roald Dahl fan, but believe it or not, this is actually the one I didn't read. Mm, interesting. Like huge Roald Dahl fan. Like Charlie and the uh, Chalk Fact is my favorite book of all time. I don't know if I've ever read a Roald Dahl book. Really? I've enjoyed two film adaptations mm-hmm. quite a bit, but that's it. And those are. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, mm-hmm. not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Thank you. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I have, act- I have not actually seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I but I, I saw bits, and I was not happy with what I saw. I have. Um, You're good. And, fa- and Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is an amazing film. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, I, so I I may have read this in school, but mm-hmm. I don't. I, I, if I did, I, I can't remember it to the point where I might as well have not read it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this one passed me. Like, I've read a bunch yeah. of other ones. Um I was surprised by how recent it was when I looked. At, I didn't. The book came out in like the '80s. Yeah, I didn't. I I thought of Roald Dahl as an older writer, <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. like you're like, oh, this is a '60s thing, right? Yeah. It's like, no, no, yeah, '80s. Um, yeah. uh, so yeah, no, uh, huge fan. Like I said, actually, my favorite, like under not talked about Roald Dahl book is a book called the uh, The Vicar of Nibbleswick. Yeah, I don't know that one. That's a it's a super obscure one, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cute. It's a really good one where it's like it's only really like twenty pages or so, and it's it's all about wordplay. Yeah. In that one. That's literally a book that's just about how you read it and it's in the cleverness of how it's written. So um which always gives me, makes it interesting because when you adapt Roald Dahl and feature films, that's why I always find fascinating. Because mm. a, a big chunk of what makes him unique, uh, beyond just imagination and the kind of you know stuff he has is of his ideas is that it's also wordplay. Yeah. It's all based on how he you read it. Yeah. You know. Um like one of my favorite jokes in the Charlie and Chocolate Factory book mm-hmm. that they couldn't do in any film because it makes sense is, you know, there's a room where they make candies called round, square candies that look round. <laughs> How do you do that? The, and the joke is, there are eyes yeah. on the square candies because sure. they look around. They look, there that, it is. that joke won't work in a movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's why both adaptations just decided, no. They dropped it. They dropped it. But yeah. it's a good reading gag. Yeah. So it's always, that's why I feel like that's a tricky element when you adapt Roald Dolls. Like, mm-hmm. his gags read great. But when you adapt it to a movie, completely different medium. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm intrigued. No, that's always the interesting thing about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like Spielberg should stay away from Roald Dahl. <laughs> I, I, what I think likes about the two fun notations that I like sure. is you need someone You need someone who can responsibly handle whimsy. Uh-huh. And I don't think Spielberg can be responsible with whimsy. I, okay, so like, okay, so with, with Mr. Fox, it's Wes Anderson. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah. His, yeah. You're... Yeah. That's, a, that's that's not even like a soft pitch. That's a, it balls no. on a tee yeah, no, no, for Wes no. Anderson to hit that one out. That's almost one of those. Took you that long to do a Roald Dahl book, Wes yeah. Anderson? Um, uh, another director. Oh my god, and he escapes me. But the uh, Henry Selleck, who directed oh, uh, James and the Giant Peach, James and the Giant Peach, which is another. That is a Roald Dahl. That is a Roald Dahl. I book. couldn't remember who it was before. I'm glad I took that <laughs> risk of saying it. It is. It's a great adaptation mm-hmm. to, of a very good book that's super short. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a movie that I feel like was talked about a lot when it came out but I mm-hmm. never hear anyone talking about it I think except for people like like the, like the particular kind of like yeah. film nerd like film animation do you, fans do you think it's now just kind of overshadowed by Nightmare Before Christmas it is because no and that's the bummer too is yeah. I listen I, I grew to love Nightmare for any other for like different reasons but yeah. uh, no one talks about it because everyone, everyone talks about James and John Beach because everyone's all talking about Jack Skellington and yeah. Gellington <laughs> and <laughs> Sally and they don't make the cool pictures and t-shirts faces. of James and Giant Peach at Hot Topic. <laughs> so, uh, 
that's neither here or there. But Henry Selleck is another guy who yeah. can who gets whimsy, and I love the Willy Wonka film too with Gene Wilder. And I, the director escapes my head right now. Uh, John Lewis, it's something that like that. Sounds right. It's something in that area. I'll look it up. We'll look it up. We, but talk. that's great. No, he's a no. That movie is. I love that movie. Yeah, that's, it's it's one of my favorites of all time too. How could you not? Right, you'd be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, so, did you like this movie? <laughs> okay, so. Um, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Mel Stewart. Don't know where I got John Lewis from. Mel Stewart. Mel Stewart. Okay. Mel Stewart, director of uh, Willy Wonka. Yes. Uh, I'm okay with it. I, there are ch- things I like a lot about it, but I have my massive issues with it. I'm going to say, I'm going to take a bold stance and say, this, uh, of the ones I've seen so far, this is my second least favorite Spielberg movie. I totally understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad (laughs) at everyone involved with the process everyone who made any decision that led to me sitting in a theater watching this movie again i was mad at myself (laughs) for agreeing to do this podcast i was mad at you for pitching this podcast i was just so angry i I, this and it cracks me up because i'm sitting there and again like i'm fine with it and i there are things okay again i'll get to what i don't like about it very soon but definitely i'm sitting there going like i'm enjoying chunks of a good amount of it at the same time i am sitting there going Oh, Matt totally would hate this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the scene, I watch a scene and I go, Matt's gonna, ha- Matt hated yeah, that. Yeah. I know he correct. hated that. <laughs> correct. Um, I don't know what scene you're talking about, but correct. No, no, no. I'm sure there are, uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna take a stab in the dark. Mm-hmm. Wait, can I ask you something real quick sure. as, a, as a Raw Doll fanatic? Sure, <laughs> sure. Is this a shared universe situation? Because I know they have Snoz Cumbers in this film, mm-hmm. and there are Snoz Berries in Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Is that a shared universe thing? Um, Shared vegetation universe okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> um, all dolls like the word, or just all dolls like snaz. He just likes the word snaz. It's a that's a funny word. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. Again, read when you read it, it reads funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Super Troopers is therefore also in this universe, correct? Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, so okay, uh, can I take a stab in the dark and something you didn't like? Sure. I mean, you can say literally any part of the movie. Uh, see, then, and you'll then, be correct. Well, then this game's not fun now. <laughs> well, okay, where do you want to start talk uh, wise? Like, how do you want? Do you want just want to talk uh, uh, general description of the flick? Because yes, fucking. Right. Well, you want to, <laughs> okay, okay, so okay, you lay, do it because I'm de- too okay, de- right. defeated. Listen, okay, like, all right, lay it on me. What's 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 your problem? What's you what's you <laughs> what you got? <laughs> it's I mean, much like my first favorite Spielberg movie, which I will not reveal until we get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the longest movie ever made (laughs) especially like as soon as they get to like that first scene with the queen yeah i almost liked it in that it seemed like a brilliant comedy sketch Mm -hmm. about needlessly drawing out a scene (laughs) there are some of these where they're they're just sitting there doing nothing (laughs) i delaying the reveal of of sophie on the windowsill like Okay, I'll say this is one of my biggest issues. There's just it's, such a lack of energy. It's structurally. It's like there's a gas leak in the yeah, room. Yeah, <laughs> structurally and pacing, I don't know what this movie's doing. <laughs> it's right. a weird structure. Right? Like, I, I, I thought <laughs> it was because, oh, it's like Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's like a mm-hmm. short book that they had to tap. Yeah. No, it's a novel. This one, this, yeah. this one was a novel. This one's a novel. I was wondering <laughs> what their excuse is for the weird yeah. stretching they do. I, I always do want to read the book just to see what exactly was how much is it a case they did go follow page to page and if so i mean here's the truth um no one talks about this book very much maybe there's a reason why <laughs> i feel like people do talk about this book, i don't though. like here's i don't yeah but like maybe they do it's but got like, a gun named after it in doom like, possible, <laughs> uh, the big fucking gun yeah maybe yeah hey, I, i'm not saying that the guys that are developing who developed doom are not roald all fans yeah. probably <laughs> most likely um 
That sounds like an obscure enough thing. It's like, what's called the book, the gun BFG? Yeah. Like the, like the Roald Dahl book? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. no one's going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the movie structures are really odd. And like, I, and the pacing, uh, okay, I saw the first showing of the movie mm-hmm. this morning. Yeah. Uh, I literally saw the movie two hours ago. Okay, yeah. And You're fresh. So it's fresh in my head. And I, I got coffee. I, I got some exercise in this morning. <laughs> I, I had a nice breakfast. So I figured I'm full of energy. I am struggling to stay awake. <laughs> right? Depending on the moment of the film. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, rough. <laughs> it's rough. And again, structurally, it's weird. We Okay, uh, the basic gist is that the BFG... Uh, a young girl named uh, a young girl named Sophie, Sophie who's an orphan, and I'm assuming the 1980s England. Yeah. Okay. She's. I assume. Uh, oh, that actually, so that does kind of lead to there. There's exactly one moment in this film that I did like. Okay. And it's right. It's the very first scene. Mm-hmm. So it started me off on a false hope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so goddamn you, BFG, for tricking me like that. <laughs> okay. When she she's like wandering around, she's you know scurrying around the house in the in the night, mm-hmm. and she goes out and she sees the like group of drunks. And mm. she like yells at them to go away, and they're all moving in unison. Yeah, it's like this weird, like it almost seems like a weird, like staged play uh-huh. that the drunks and this little girl are enacting. Yeah, and I like that a lot. Yeah, and then yeah. you, they never do anything like that in the rest of the film. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's a it's totally completely different from the rest of the movie. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a that's actually the scene I was weirded out by. Yeah, I wasn't sure what was happening in that one. I was like. What are you? What's going on here? Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know what's happening. Um, so yeah, no. Uh, Sophie spots. You know, she, actually, in that scene you're talking about, yeah. she spots some drunkards, tell them to get the get the hell get, out of here, away, yeah. uh, in the streets, and that's when she catches the eye of the BFG, the big yes. fucking giant himself. Yeah. And. Big friendly giant, I know. <laughs> Who shall henceforth be referred to as the big, the big fucking, fucking giant. giant? Well, he's a big fucking giant. Or maybe he's the big friendly giant, and the Jimmy Clement character is the big to be fucking fair, giant. To be fair, he is a big fucking giant. Yeah, that's a big fucking <laughs> that giant. That's a big. If he's bigger than the than the BFG, he's a big fucking giant. <laughs> um, and basically, he snatched. And once he realizes, once the BFG sees that the young girl uh, sees him, he snatches her from her bed and takes him back to. Uh, his home yeah. because he fears that she's gonna uh, tell, the world. tell the world and that's essentially kind of it <laughs> and then like there's a bunch of other stuff we're introduced yeah. to that's the gist of the oh, first and, two acts oh, and the third act is she's like hold up though what if i do tell the world right and he's like okay yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> like okay again i'm that's just, that's literally what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a movie where giants are snatching and eating children, and there's zero conflict somehow. This is a movie where they... That's the thing, right? Okay, that's a, that's brought up literally as an Act 3 thing, to which I go, that felt like you should have talked about that. Yeah. Like in Act 2, while they're gathering up dreams or something. Yeah. <laughs> like... Uh, I mean, they talk about the giants, they want to eat her because she's a being. A human being, they call them. Right. So there's always like a personal threat to her, but mm-hmm. they don't really bring it as like this, like the scourge of Britain is these giants <laughs> who are snatching and eating children. No, there's no. I think that's the other thing too. That's why it's such a weird. It starts off kind of odd to me because yeah. all of a sudden I was like, we're already in the giant land. Yeah, because because there's very little starting off in quote unquote normal. Yeah, there's that cool scene with the drunks, and that's it. That's kind of it. I. I, you don't really get anything concerning Sophie's life at the orphanage. She tells us <clears> it's bad. Yeah. Spielberg, a big part of the tell, don't show storytelling <laughs> format in this film. And I, I, I there's a part of me where I go, I kind of get it because you can, you've done that thing a lot. Yeah. Not just Spielberg, but movies in general. Yeah. 
but at the same time, I felt like the information was just so <laughs> dropped that I'm kind of like, I, I, uh, we're already here. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. already. She, she's already taken. Why? And yeah, it moved, the first five minutes moved so fast. Yeah, and then everything it after slugs. that is treacle slow. <laughs> a slug as a snuzz cucumber slime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, Sophie's played by a newcomer named uh, Ruby Barnhill. And the BFG is played by Mark Rylance. Who I who was the best part of Bridge of Spies. Who is it very yeah, no, uh, Spielberg's new favorite yeah. is uh is Mark Rylance. Known for those movies and wearing stupid hats. <laughs> Sorry, Mark Rylance. I'm calling you out in real life. Um what did you think of uh, their performance? <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> so I loved it. <laughs> those I, the, I love their performance. I thought she was fine. I I thought it was a your kind of standard kid performance, mm-hmm. to be honest. Sure. Mike 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 Rylance. <laughs> uh, Mark Rylance, I, th- I was distracted by how, like, every fifth mm-hmm. word he said sounded exactly like Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. And I knew that was another <laughs> thing you weren't going to like. <laughs> but did you specifically know that I would feel that? Uh, not that specifically, <laughs> but I knew that there's something about the speech pattern. I went, Matt probably didn't like that. <laughs> but here, and here's the thing. All right. If it was just one degree in either direction, mm-hmm. I would have loved it. Because sure. I could see okay. myself almost liking it. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it was like, every fifth word sounded exactly like <laughs> Fat Bastard to me. <laughs> and it was very distracting. Okay. And uh, I didn't care for it. I loved it. I loved his performance. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. I, I got, it's a case where it's like, I can see why after Bridges Bees mm-hmm. and this, why Spielberg is kind of in love with him. Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm intrigued that he's going to play uh, a pretty important role in uh, in Ready Player One. Um, funny enough, I, I, in, a, in a weird kind of way, like he's basically playing the Willy Wonka equivalent in Ready Player One. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I find that almost kind of fitting that he's he's been casting that. He's he's definitely not the guy I would have imagined to play that part. Yeah. In, in Ready Player One. Um, but anyway. I found it fascinating. So I liked yeah. him a lot in this one. And I um, still, I like him enough in Bridge of Spies that I have leftover goodwill towards him. He's very good in Bridge of Spies. <laughs> yes, uh, um, I did not will that help? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he talked like his guy in Bridge of Spies. <laughs> yeah. I also think uh, the BFG is just as a character in this film and the rest of the Giants. Mm-hmm. I feel like we still have not reached the level where I can uh, take this kind of mixing of CGI characters and human characters. It's, it's better than most... But yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's still not quite there for me. Yeah. Um. Actually, as I'm watching it, the the thing that does keep hitting me mm-hmm. is actually our our hook episode. Yeah. And we're talking about I bring up the fact that that quote where Spielberg said he wished he did hook now with CGI so he yeah. can make Neverland the way he imagined, yeah. and I almost feel like that's like with the BFG he's kind of doing that. Yeah. Like he's he's exploring that kind of high fantasy now using CGI, and I'd argue that he's better at it than than most, but. Um, the story is still not as strong as yeah. it as it could be for me to really care a lot about it. Yeah. So I mean, did yeah. You, did you see Warcraft? I did not see Warcraft. Uh, Ironically, I wear a Warcraft T-shirt. I didn't even recognize what that's what that <laughs> no, was. No, no, I thought it, it was a Chronicles of Narnia T-shirt. <laughs> I can see that. It's a cool line. I got it. No, a T-shirt's free. I got it from my brother. Oh, okay. He, yeah, but anyway, um, um, I haven't seen it. I, I I would say that the CGI quality there is is on par with BFG. Okay. At which point I have to say I don't I don't even know that I can say this is better than most I think I think this is just this is as good as we've gotten now mm. but it's still it's still not enough that I I don't feel like I'm just watching I, I forget someone said this on a podcast but they called it computer goop I, I, that's that's just it's exhausting for me to look at though, here's the interesting movie here's the thing, here's a question I want to bring to you mm-hmm. um uh, and something I've been I've been thinking about quite a bit uh, is that 
you and me grew up in the period where we saw the, the rise of CGI mm-hmm. and have memories of practical effects. Yes. Um, children now. Yeah. Who only have watched the current movies. It won't look like goop to them? Is that what you're going to say? I'm wondering. Yeah. I actually, like, okay, like, my nephews are, uh, my nephew's six. And Honestly, I'm, they don't even have to be that young. I was talking to my coworker once, and mm-hmm. she's like three or four years younger than me, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how the her, to her, mm-hmm. the prequels, the effects look better and more realistic than the original Star Wars movie, See, which is the most insane thing I've ever heard another human being say see, to me. See, because it's a positive towards a <laughs> shitty movie, I get it. No, but. <laughs> not even that, but like specifically the CG in, mm. in the prequels looks so computer goopy to me. Sure. And like when well, I watch the original Star Wars, to me, like... I don't. It, to me, it looks real. <laughs> I mean, and that's a case, and that's a thing where I go. I guess it just depends on when you grew up watching movies. Yeah. And like, I have just me and my friend on, on Twitter had this big talk about CGI, and I'm at the point where I feel like if you say something has too much CGI, I'm going to start listening to your comment on the movie because yeah. I feel it's a lazy criticism. Yeah. Every movie has CGI. So the question is, what's wrong with CGI, or what's wrong you don't like about CGI? And I, my theory, mm-hmm. and I disagree. You completely allowed to disagree on this. My theory is that with Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. our last episode, <laughs> we saw dinosaurs move. Yeah. As some CGI dinosaurs didn't work as great now, yeah. but a good amount of it looked good. Yes. Still looks good. Correct. I think what happened was that we... Okay, when you watch a Ray Harryhausen film, your brain goes, mm-hmm. fake. But yeah. you're not bitching at it that it looks like stop motion. You appreciate that yeah. it looks like stop motion. Yeah. When you're watching old Star Wars... It's models. You appreciate it. It looks like models. But I don't, th- I, I, to me, I don't think, I don't have the same fake reaction when I watch the old Star Wars that I would when I watch a Ray Harryhausen movie. No, no. But like, I know, I sure. know intellectually they're models, but to yeah. me, that just, that just but, looks like a real spaceship. But there's the thing though, right? It's what I'm trying to get to is like, there's an element of understanding sensibility, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the uh, sensibility, but understanding the sensibility of old set special effects. Yeah. And um, I don't think. For me, I never saw Star Wars as real. Mm-hmm. I saw Star Wars as part of fiction and fantasy sure. as well. Yeah. And um, and I knew there were models, but I didn't care. Yeah. You know, I think what ended up happening with CGI is that the problem with CGI is all that stuff that you thought looked fake is going to now look real. Is what people assumed. Yeah. And that's now been the stigma it has had it's had to deal with for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Is that it still doesn't look fake, and people aren't appreciating CGI when it is looking artistically great and beautiful. Because yeah. they're still thinking it's got to look real, but then they're and not saying you're part of this group, but I think there's some people who think, oh, it looks faked. Which I go, well, that's because there's no such thing as a guy who can swing yeah. around on a web. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, yeah. no such thing as a giant green there's man. No such thing as a big friendly giant. <laughs> there's no big thing. There's a big friendly giant. There's no such yeah. thing as as a land of orcs. There's no such thing yeah. as a land of, yeah, yeah. these are these are fiction as well. Yeah. And so I feel like that's the separation. Yeah. Um, and so when the movie's great, like Lord of the Rings, yeah, not Hobbit, <laughs> you can. You can forgive it when it looks CGI because the movie's great. And I guess, well, for me, where the difference comes for me is it's not so much whether it looks fake or real. It's that, like, to me, Lord of the Rings looks good. Sure. And this CGI looks ugly. And I think that's a, it's, there's an element to that, I feel. Yeah. yeah. No, like, let's say, like, Guillermo del Toro is the kind of guy who, yeah. who can mix the CGI with the real. Yeah. And it'll look really cool. And it'll look like it's an artistic choice. Mm-hmm. I don't think Spielberg's there. No, <laughs> I agree. I think he's got a good handle on it than the guy who directed the Dungeons and Dragons piece of shit movie t- 15 years ago. If anybody remember that, but um, it's it's like it's not his wheelhouse. Yeah, like say a Peter Jackson and a Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. You know, so it's 
it's nice here and there, but I do feel like it's the story doesn't work on me, so I'm distracted more by it than being sure. impressed by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in regards to talking about people who say there's just too much CGI in movies, mm. yeah. and I get what you're saying, how that's there's CGI in all movies now. Right. Even movies where there's just like two people talking in a room, there's some CGI thing going on that you don't even notice because it's so good that it just blends in. Mm. I do, I kind of get what they're saying though, people who complain about that because. Mm. When I watch movies today, there's something that I can't point to anything specifically that I can put my finger on, but I, I, mm. it just looks different sure. than a movie that was made in, say, 1980. Mm. Uh, and and I, it, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know why I can this because this is maybe just me being an old person. Because <laughs> uh, like I, I guess I, I can't say they look bad today, but it mm. just it, there will, movies today never look as good to me as movies from back then. And I feel like it's just the plight of us being movie guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's always going to be the guys from the '90s think the movies in the '70s look better. The guys yeah. from the '70s thought the movies but in the '50s even, look better. It's not. But it's like. I feel like there is this attitude now when any anything that is quote unquote wrong in a movie, mm-hmm. you go in and you fix it with CGI because you can and because it's easy. Right. Sure. Whereas those little impurities would be left in back in the day. Sure. And I think that's a better thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how we get back to that. And I don't know if we do ever get back to I that. I don't think we will. And that's yeah. the sad reality of it. Yeah. You know, that's uh, that kind of imperfectness. Yeah. It's part of, you know, it's now yeah, that's part of the art. Yeah. And we're, you were at this pay, place, place now where they're even trying to fix the old stuff. Yeah. By doing more cgi work yeah you know like that's what they were like hearing like oh we took away the wires and blade runner and the and the current blade runner cut and i'm sitting there going like i didn't notice them so. yeah i mean <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean i, I, I guess i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> i i mean cool really that was really bothering you <laughs> yes <laughs> but i mean or like the dumb or the really dumb one with like lucas going like i'm gonna make the ewoks blink why was that an issue <laughs> <laughs> weren't you creeped out they weren't blinking <laughs> but, well now i am because they're blinking <laughs> <Yeah>. you know <laughs> Now it's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, BFG. BFG. Back to the BFG. Back uh-huh. to the big fucking giant. What? Anything you can grab. Positive. Literally, the only bit I liked was the bit with the drugs. Really? Fucking fucking nothing else. Nothing. The else. John Williams score kind of went. Like well, let's, talk that over- the, let's talk with the music. First okay, second. go for it. I mean this this. Oh, uh, <laughs> this was a movie where I feel like this was John Adam John Adams. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Hamilton. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> Here, well, you know what I Wait want. For- <laughs> you know what I wanted to say when I heard that score. I wanted to stand up in the theater and say, "Sit down, John, you <laughs> fat motherfuckstick." <laughs> Do you know he actually says "fuckstick" in the recording because the, they bleep out. That's the one line they yeah. bleep out. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can find the audio. Limited old minute posted on Twitter. It's Ben Pugh and Hamilton. Yeah, which could be a show. Oh <laughs> the way me and Matt talk about it. <laughs> uh, he says "fat motherfuckstick," not "fat motherfucker." That's so much better to a certain degree. I kind of like right. "fat motherfuckstick." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I feel like this was John Adams. Fuck, I can't, I can't, I can't not say something from Hamilton area. I feel like this was John Williams uh, on autopilot. I feel like he was just like he just came in, did his John Williams yeah. thing, collected a paycheck. Uh, here's a weird thing I'd noticed though. Mm-hmm. So as I was watching this film, and as it was moving painfully slow. Yes, yes. I was thinking about how. Uh, uh, we could go two weeks ago. I can't remember exactly when. I I rewatched uh, Barry Lyndon in in the theater, mm-hmm. a film that I very much enjoy. Mm. And Barry Lyndon moves very very slowly. Glacially, yes. Uh, <laughs> but it's so good. It's like I, if anything, I want it to move slower so I can just <laughs> soak in that Barry Lyndon goodness because I love it so much. That's a soaking in movie, yeah. Yeah. No. And I'm thinking this movie is somehow slower than Barry Lyndon, and it it's not even a quarter as good. And then, yeah. do you know what I saw in the credits of this film? Mm. During the soundtrack portion, mm. 
They took several songs from Barry Lyndon and put them in this movie. Really? Yeah, there was really? actual music from Barry Lyndon what? here. Where? Uh, or it was just a person named Barry Lyndon. That's which funny. Would be a weird coincidence. Yeah. But it was like Kurt. It was like it, I, I I didn't see I, I didn't notice it until it was almost off the screen and I should have looked this up but I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was it, the, like the word the words Barry Lyndon showed up several times in the score se- section of the end credits. That's bizarre. And it was just so weird to me that I had made that connection while watching the movie and then that happened. <laughs> um. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm with you on basically, it sounds like John Williams on autopilot. Yeah. Um, but I definitely would, I would argue for me, the reason I kind of more or less dug it for what it is. I'm not, here's the thing. There are John Williams scores that stick with you. Yeah. This won't stick with me. Of course. This, this will, this, this is Teflon John Williams. Yeah. This is, this is going <laughs> to slide right out. But um, here's my thing with how some directors use like scores nowadays. I feel like there's either a studio mandate or the director themselves not really knowing how to just live in the score and live yeah. in the moment. And I feel, feel like Spielberg's still one of those guys who can do that um, and let the score be and let the score play the scene out. So I liked it when it's those moments of just uh, letting John do his thing, even though John did, did his thing way better in, say, Hook. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like, that, again, another film that's fantasy. Or did his thing the worst ever for the start of Hook, I feel. We talked about that in our episode. I, I was going to quote it, but you're, you're in luck. I forgot it. <laughs> All right. Because I know how much you hated that. <laughs> God damn it. That um, score in those first few scenes of Hook. Think back, go, go to Neverland. Go to Neverland. Go to Never Neverland. That shit was good, right? Oh, that shit. That's a good That's stuff. some uh, Him flying around. Yeah, that's the best John Williams score in that whole thing. Yeah, Anywho. This is, it's all right. Yeah. But I think he Spielberg uses John's score better, uh, not just John's Williams score, but like his score better than most. And I that's like, uh, I mean, one of my big problems with like most of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and I love a lot of them, is that they don't live in their scores as much as I would like them to. Yeah. Um, I, I rewatched Captain America: The First Avenger recently, and goddamn, that's a hell of a score. See, and that's the one, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's the only one that like they play that throughout the other cat movies too, because no. it's because you can hum it. Yes, and every time it's that's yeah, like you can hum. It's it's that's the best part of having a memorable score is that if you're doing something like a superhero movie, you can cue the character not just by the character showing up, but also by his music. Good themes, good score themes, etc. The BFG doesn't have that. Yeah, Alan Silvestri, two scores that I love, one oh, yeah. that I hate. I, d- Let's I try to figure them out. Ooh, okay. <laughs> First up, yeah, no, the, the, I know again, well, again, again. I'm sorry. We'll get to the Back to Future episode <laughs> eventually. But the Back to Future score is like my favorite score. Of yeah, I'll time. agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I will also be mine. <laughs> um, so Captain America. Yeah, and Back to the Future are the two that I love. Are the two. Hmm. There's one that I hate I'm intrigued by did. this. I'm gonna want pause. I'm gonna, we're gonna take a pause on the BFG. I'm gonna try to just figure this out real quick. Huh? <laughs> okay. Pred- it's not Predator. Predator's pretty good. No, I like the Predator score. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't. Love it's it. not my favorite either. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Predator score. Van Helsing. I didn't know he did that score, and it's I pretty don't, terrible. I That's don't, mine. I don't remember it, so I can't say that I. I, Ooh, I no, probably oh, would hate it. Oh, I hated it. I hated that movie, but that. That score is shit. Can I tell you, the last time I saw the film, I loved it because I was 12 and dumb. Well, no, that's fine. That's okay to watch it. Yeah. That's okay. That's your... I was... I don't think it would hold up if I saw it today. Oh, no, it's garbage. I don't think I would no, like it if I saw I, it again. I, I, I'm, I'm jealous of 12-year-old you because yeah. I figured 12-year-old me would have eaten the fuck out of that movie. <laughs> like, a bowl of, like a bowl of Frosted Flakes cereal with bananas. I can still remember <laughs> ta- at, in junior high the next day talking about how rad Van Helsing was. Oh no, I can see myself. I can, I'm can. i already imagining 12-year version of me. I wasn't 12 though. I was 18. I hated it. <laughs> anyway. I'm, 
Oh, tell me. What is it? What's Did this? you give up? Yeah, I give up. Do you want hints or anything? Yeah, give me a hint. It's from a hint. the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's him re-teaming with Bob Zemeckis. Uh, it's, a movie, I, it's a movie that da, da, a lot of people da, 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 that I hate. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I actually don't know what you're doing. I'm doing Forrest Gump? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I didn't like what you're doing because you are correct. Because that, it is that's Forrest why your Gump. hair was sticking up in anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I sense something's bad about this. Uh, you're like, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> can, we, can we agree that Forrest Gump sucks? Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. Did Spielberg produce that one? No. Okay, so we can't. There's no justification there's for no talking justification about that. There's no justification. No, no. Yeah. We, listen, this is a huge tangent. <laughs> yeah. we, we've gone on a far tangent from the BFG I'm as possible. I'm just going to not talk about the BFG I will. I will definitely go. Uh, here's the thing. Um, what does... Yeah, here's the thing. I'm trying to remember what worked for me, and it's a lot of it is, it's fine. <laughs> I kept sitting there. What stuff did I... Okay, here's... Okay, let's go to... I'm going to go to the... To the Queen scene you talked about earlier, right? In the BFG? In the BFG. Okay, we're going okay. back to the BFG. I'm just going to say fuck it. I'm gonna... <laughs> so the Queen scene. The scene where the BFG meets the Queen and he's yeah. having breakfast with her. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's... there's a, I, My brain is conflicted on this. I'll scene. say that toast and eggs did look delicious to right? me. But I, I sh- can't count that as a good moment of the film because I, know, I pretty, wanted to eat the food. I don't look pretty damn... Yeah, it did look pretty good. But anyway... I love a runny egg. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that yolk. Soak it up on some toast. It's right. a good it's time. A, that's breakfast. Yeah. And dinner sometimes. But anyway... Yeah. Um... No, I'm watching a scene and I'm I'm sitting there and again it's glacially slow and also um the point of it. <laughs> what it's leading to with this scene you're talking the, about? Because yeah, I'm watching the scene, I'm going, there's all there's no point for the scene to be as long as it is. Oh, there's no well, you need There's you, no scene there's no point of the scene. You need you need ten minutes of vegetables for the dessert that is two corgis barreling the camera and then farting around the room. I was going to bring up to that. Did you hate the farting? Yes. I knew it. <laughs> Did you not? I hated... Okay, so here's where it's... And I'm not above a fart joke. Oh, no. I love a good fart so joke. Here's where the the, the, the the dining scene with the queen conflicts me. I love the details of the scene. I don't. I love the ideas of the scene. I know you don't. I like that corgis I, are there. Again, you know that's another thing I like. I like that I got to look at corgis. There are three adorable I love, because I love corgis. There are three adorable corgis yeah. in the film. I like the details of it. I like that's very that's the whimsy side. I felt that super did worked on me. At the same time, I'm watching a scene. I'm seeing the BFG eating breakfast, and oh look, we're making all these big versions of the breakfast. But I'm watching a scene, and it's going at such a slow pace. I'm going, why am I watching this? It's crawling along. <laughs> so Matt. <laughs> About the farting? Yeah, let's talk about the farts. Okay. Be ashamed of me. I hate it when I first saw it. Yeah. When the BFG farted. When he farts. I'm like, oh, is that in the book? Is my thought. Well, uh, I mean, I know that Roald Dahl has a history. I don't know. I, I, I guess this also could have been invented for the Willy Wonka film. Mm-hmm. But fizzy drinks doing interesting gaseous effects on humans. That's a, that was, a, that was an idea a of the movie classic, only. Oh, really? That was an idea of the movie only. That wasn't in the books. So, but it does feel like a Roald Dahl thing, right? Right. Uh, so well, unless, because it's here, too. So now I'm wondering, is this another movie invention? Because I don't know. <laughs> is there something about the world that just, like, they just want to put? And not just gaseous effects on the body. Not yeah. just like burps for a movie. Or but a levitating. A movie, but specifically a fizzy drink that works different from a normal fizzy drink. Right. <laughs> Matt, God help me, and I'm sorry. God help and forgive you. You want to build something that's gonna outlive you? What do you want, Burr? What do you want, Burr? If you stand for nothing, Burr, what do you fall for? Uh, you laughed from the queen I part? did. 
I am ashamed of you. Don't be ashamed. I am ashamed. Don't be ashamed. I'm, I'm going to put out a Craigslist ad That's for a fine. new co-host. That's fine. I deserve it. After, no. <laughs> I'm sitting there and I laughed. And when the scene ended, I went, what the fuck is wrong with me? Am I? <sighs> I'm sorry. But it's not just the queen. It's the queen and the and generals and the corgis. And the corgi and, 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 and Rafe Spall. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I realized recently? Mm. And this is going to be, and by recently, I mean after I saw the BFG. Mm. And this is going to be. A hella controversial statement. It's and I know it wouldn't be your first. I know you're gonna disagree with me on this <laughs> one because right, right. I can think of at least one point of disagreement between us. Mm. As much as I love the man, mm. as much as I love his television show and mm. his albums, mm. I have not once enjoyed a film that features Jermaine Clement. Not no. once. That's fair. <laughs> Is it when I say the following? Give me the list of six Jermaine. words. Give me. Th- Are you going to con- still consider it fair when I say the following six well, words? Well, I'm, 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 what we do in the shadows. I didn't like it. Oh, no. us, Never mind. I don't. Never mind. Yeah, I love that movie. Because <laughs> everything else I don't like. Sure, but everyone loves that movie, and I. I didn't. love the shit I out of that not movie. Care for it. Fuck, that killed me. <laughs> that kills me a little. You tell me that, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> love Flight of the Concords. Love the show. Love the album. Love, I love. I don't. I don't dislike Jermaine in any of the movies yeah. he's been in. But man, dinner for schmucks is a piece of shit. Oh, I didn't even bother. I didn't. He was. He's been wasted in a lot of movies. Yeah, a lot of movies. That's yeah. why my brain went to the ninety other times I didn't like him in movies. Yeah. Um, but I love Madden that movie. Black Three, another example. Oh god, I forgot. I keep forgetting he's in that one. Yeah, he's the main bad guy in that one. Oh yeah, but he's covered in like a shitload of makeup. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know. Does uh, the Outback Steakhouse commercial count as a movie? <laughs> is he in an Outback Steakhouse commercial? Oh, he was fam- This was before Flight of Concords. He was like a huge, like the public face of Outback Steakhouse. He was I mean, a Kiwi in an Outback Steakhouse commercial? He was, he was doing Australian fish. Shut the to be fuck up. The, you remember the premise <laughs> of the thing was, he's talking about how his, his my mom made me a steak. Is only six spices. I said, mom, not enough. I can't do the accent. I apologize for what I just did. To the, sorry, I'm going to apologize sorry. to the nations of England, Australia, New Zealand, and anyone else with an accent even vaguely similar to what I just did. Because That's fair. It was an insult to all of you, and I apologize. Yeah, that was a sweep. It's like he's, he's insulting his mother's steaks because he prefers the Outback Steakhouse. I do things. not remember this You don't remember this at all? No. Wow. These Wait, were big commercials. I got to watch that. Watch. We'll watch it after the recording. I'll be like, oh, yeah. 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 Anyway, um... Wow, this is a lot of stuff. It's not about the BFG. Um, that's intentional on my part. I'm that's just fair. trying to steer it away because I don't want to spend. I already gave two goddamn hours of my life to the BFG. I don't want to let it take any more time. All right, fair. That's fair. Because, um, like I said, the movie's definitely on to me. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting there going, like, okay. Like, I can defend some things, but I'm also trying to remember what those are. Yeah. So I don't hate it. I've seen worse. I've seen worse from him. You know? I've only seen, in my opinion, one worse from him. It's funny because I think your least favorite movie is not my least favorite movie. I don't and think it is. My either. choice is very controversial. Let's, here's what we do. We're gonna write them down on a piece of paper right now because mm. we don't want to say it out loud. No, no, because no, no, we're gonna get to them. We get to them when we get to them. You, the audience, are gonna have to earn this moment. I'm gonna write down mine. Okay. I'm gonna write my name and then my least favorite, and then I'll write your name, and you can write in your least favorite. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna try to talk while I write, but sometimes it's hard because I might end up writing the words that I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, but I'm writing down mine now. I remember I saw this a few years ago mm-hmm. in a, an apartment with my sister's boyfriend, and yes. it was awkward because throughout the whole movie I could tell that he was loving it and I was hating it. All right, and uh, but I've written to... down mine. Uh, Justin yes. can't see sense. it now. <laughs> he, he's nodding. Right, makes... He can confirm. Right, that I, I actually remember this interaction. Yeah, because I, I I won't say the movie, but I yeah. do recall 
on Twitter, I said I was watching it, and, and then Matt responded. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, I will not say. Uh, and I think I know yours. I think you do. But I'll, I will see if you write down. What I'm sure once you see it, you go. Ah, yes, um, we did. You did tell me this. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Mm-hmm. Yep, you did tell me this. That mm. is correct yep, and yep. true. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to those episodes. <laughs> do people generally like the movie I've written down here? Um, no. Okay, good. <laughs> the world agrees with me. But people generally... Like the movie you wrote down. Yes. Yeah. And every time I see someone I like and respect on social media say, I love that Boy. movie, I sat there with a biting my lip going, and I won't say And anything. I feel like there's a chance I will like that movie weirdly. There's... Some days I always worry about it. Not worry, <laughs> but I'm always excited. I'm going to rephrase that. Excited about that. I went, yeah. oh, man... I look forward to the movie that I will hate and Matt will love. Yeah. Because that's going to be fascinating to me. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. <laughs> Spielberg's got me on his side. <laughs> um, um, so now. So let's talk more about the BFG, I guess. Is there, what's, what's, a, that's a, what's another thing that's sticking to your craw? Um, like worse, the worst thing that's sticking to you. I mean, the worst was was the pacing. Was the worst of it. That's the big problem. That's my. And that, we can agree with that. Yeah. I literally hated the pacing of this film. Um, I just I feel like the the way the BFG talked is 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 so close to being something I would love, and, mm-hmm. and yet just falls short. And I'm actually I'm kind of curious to read the book because yeah. maybe I would like it in the book. And again, because I, I feel like that's definitely the most roll dolly thing of the whole of the yeah. whole story of the whole movie is is the way the BFG talks. It's yeah. again, it's it reads like fun wordplay. And I feel like how maybe the book was written is he spells it out the way he says it. Yeah. So a human, he says human bean. Yeah. I'm sure it's spelled like human B E A N. Yeah. You know. So I should fuck. I'll read it. Um, took, took me forever. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think this definitely definitely has a problem with the the, the classic Spielberg saccharine sweetness. Yeah. Where yeah. it's just like. Sophie, why do we care about Sophie? Like, we know nothing about this character except I, that we're told again and again that her dream is like the ultimate cool thing. I do. I overall like her. I think mostly because I like Rudy's performance, Ruby's performance. But um, you're not, right. That wasn't fair, Steve, to, to put this much on a kid to say she's that, very good. That though. character. I, I think she's very good. Um, here's the thing. I think I'm a sap. <laughs> yeah. I'm a massive sap. And um. The way how we how we talked about ET um, only proved how much of a massive sap I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene where the Queen meets the BFG for the first time, and um, I see a, like just the relief and the kind of tearful relief the BG, BFG has with the Queen's acceptance of talking. I to don't him. know how you, that that choked me. I'm I don't sorry. know how you could remember that the BFG was hesitant to talk to him, given how goddamn long ago it was Again, established. Because that scene lasts twelve hours. Those, that's, that's those are the moments that that I those again. What when I when I thought the movie worked enough for me, that's one of the moments. I went, yeah, that worked. I don't and know. then the kitchen and then the dining room scene takes forever. But the scene where the Queen is waking up for a dream and talking so long and part yeah, of the just sitting there saying nothing. I don't know how you can be anything but furious by the time she finally does I, the BFG here, eh. because there is so much unnecessary lead. There's up. a lot of unnecessary lead up. I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the other thing too. Uh, this is also a hard case of Spielberg not knowing how to end his movie. <laughs> yeah. He is gonna. He is super notorious about that in the later of his career. Yeah. Which is where sadly we're gonna start. <laughs> we're, we're getting down that hole. And There's still some juicy nugs later though. There's some ones that you, that I like later. Sure. No, me too. Yeah. Um. And again, they're gonna totally be separate. But he does some. He's very notorious for a lot of his movies having a shitty third act. Wait a minute though. I just realized I can only think of two <laughs> going forward that I. That's really nugs. Those three. Nugs. Three nugs. That's okay. enough. Okay. <laughs> 
That's a nug. <laughs> Those are nugs. That's, but it's gonna nug be, the, size. The ratio is going to get real rough for I me. I get it. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I get it. No, remember, Jurassic Park is the last of the happy. <laughs> it's going to be rough from this point on. This is the real test of this podcast. <laughs> one of those nugs is one of my favorites of his, though, I will say. Of the ones coming up? Yeah. Sweet. But it's, right. it's, it's still a ways off. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I definitely feel like... Hmm? I just mouthed it to you. Right, the the okay. one that I really like. The paper has flown away from me. There you go. Um... So no, but yeah, it, I feel like the third act, it just, because of the way the, the movie's paced, the third act, I just, it almost feels like, oh, like, yeah. Um, it, yeah, no, no. Again, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we're agree, we agree that that's a good one. Yeah. But no, I'm, one of the things is, uh, he has a tendency for his later movies where it, I'm not liking the third act, mm-hmm. where I keep going, that's the ending, right? Yeah. Oh, there's more? Okay, well, that's the ending. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> and this movie is another case of that, where I'm like, yeah. Okay, that ends it, right? Oh, so we're still going, huh? Also, I what's going on? Uh, <laughs> the hell are we doing? We're doing this now. That's yeah. basically how I felt about the third act. Yeah. Another problem with the third act for me is they introduce Rafe Spall in the third act, mm-hmm. and all I can think of is I wish I was watching an Edgar Wright movie right now. <laughs> it's you're just it's just this little porthole into a better world. <laughs> it's weird because I see Rebecca Hall, Rafe Spall, and Penelope Wilton, yeah. um, and uh, two of them uh, Edgar Wright uh, alums. <laughs> Rafe and uh, Penelope, right? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Dead, of course. Yeah, both Sean Dead. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Rebecca Hall, almost, it's a weird, she's connected to the Marvel Universe, which Edgar Ray was almost That's involved right. In. There's a weirder tangent. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I, it's funny because I remember looking at the, I was thinking, like, oh, the Queen's probably going to be a cool cameo. Then I see Penelope Walton, and I went, I mean, well, cool for me because I watched Doctor Who and Shot <laughs> yeah. of the Day. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. And then, like, Rebecca Hall walks in, and I went, oh, that's neat. That's nice. But they're not, like, cameos. They're no. like, weird roles that are, like, no. bigger than a cameo, but still well, don't no, actually and, have anything to do. And this is the case of Spielberg wants you, you say yes. <laughs> and it's like, Rebecca Hall has been in far better movies. She's been used more, she's been better utilized and everything. It's more interesting, intricate roles. But Spielberg goes like, can you show up for a week? You got it. You're Steven Spielberg. You show up for a week and do nothing in you, the movie? Of but course. But maybe have some weird implication that you've adopted Sophie at the You're end Steven Spielberg. Clear. You're talking to me. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll do whatever. I'll be a PA. You know? I'm going to be the one. I'm going to turn him down. Spielberg, you heard it here. No, you're not. Unless the movie. No, you're not. Unless it's a good Matt. thing to do. I'm turning you down. Oh, you think you have that gumption. <laughs> unless you unless you want me to play the shark in the real Jaws 2, I'm turning you down. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> anyway. What if we just made an alternate Jaws 2? <laughs> um, Does he have that authority to make that call? He can. No, if we're doing this era of like, hey, let's make a sequel that forgets the other sequels, mm-hmm. there's one man who can do that job. Yeah. Um, Son of Jaws? Because the other one blew up, right? Sure. All right, there we go. Yeah. Jawrassic Park. Jawrassic Park. This time the sharks are dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the ta- that's the tagline guys yeah oh my god if you can if you're good at photoshop please make that for us i please i will someone I, do that. I will love you forever jawrassic park sign <laughs> the sharks are dinosaurs your call i'm not pitching you how the picture poster will look yeah. i just i need to see that in my lifetime <laughs> Um, you know what's surprisingly good that mm-hmm. I watched last night mm. is the Thing prequel from 2011. 
We're doing this really. (laughs) You're sidestepping so far from the BFG. I so want. You want want to wrap it up? Away from the BFG. You want to wrap it up? Please, because I don't know how what else to say other than it's the most boring shit ever. The CGI is ugly and hurts my eyes. The music is nothing, and I want to punch Rafe's ball because he betrayed me. I thought we were friends. <laughs> Movie's Teflon for me. It's fine. There are things I like about it a lot. I think there's things that remind me of why I like Spielberg as a director. But in the long run, if you ask me, hey, what happened in the BFG next year? I'll go, I saw it? Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what's going to happen I mean, I to want, me. I want to be able to do a more in depth analysis of my hatred mm-hmm. for the fans of this show. Sure. But it just it all it's all just dragged together into one mush of <laughs> shit. Yeah, and there's a thing, it's just it's just it's so unremarkable either way it's not for me it's not garbage that I'm willing to shit on it forever mm-hmm. but it's not great that I'm willing to do even to say you're an idiot Matt yeah. screw you yeah. <laughs> no I'm not even doing that I went I like chunks of it I'm not gonna if you're saying you hate it fine That's not, I'm not gonna fight that <laughs> this is this is not a hill I'm gonna go up on that's yeah. not gonna a hill I'm gonna die on like no it's whatever it's, uh, did you did you watch the Tyler Perry Alex Cross uh no that's a movie i watched recently mm-hmm. and literally the day after i watched it i had to struggle to remember if i watched it <laughs> because that to me i think will always be the champion of the of the most forgettable movie of all time <laughs> which in a way makes it remember rememberable memorable because you can't remember yes yeah it's like memento the, it's like your memento movie yeah it's like i saw the <sighs> did i said no, not the Morgan. No, 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 the Morgan Freeman. I was going to get a tattoo that says, You, you saw Alex Cross. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> you just going to look at your arms like, Did you see? Hey, did you see that, uh, that uh, uh, Tyler Perry uh, Alex Cross movie? Yes. <laughs> uh. So good. I mean, not the movie, but yeah, the the concept. Our, 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 the concept's great. Uh, so are we done talking about? The we are, Matt. Yes, I'm letting you go. Well, thank you. <laughs> We're at forty minutes, forty-eight minutes. Should we should That's we wrap fair. up now? That's a pretty solid. One, or should we just should we just fill the? Uh, should we make it to an hour? We just talk about movies. Let me do something a little different. You know what? Well, give give the fans a little extra juice. Here. You know what? Okay. I'm curious. Did you see Swiss Army, Swiss, uh, Swiss Army Man? Not yet. I want to. Okay. I'll, I'm bringing up my movie log so you can see what I've seen recently. Okay. Uh, I really want to see Swiss Army Man, but it's only playing at one theater here, and it, which is kind of it's tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've I've been on an interesting journey lately. Oh, you you jumped back to 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 one hour photo. Yeah, I saw one hour photo. Is so the first time? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, that's like, uh, people. People. Uh, that was a lot of thing. I think people uh, reacted. I think there was a strong backlash against that when it got yeah. popular. Like, yeah. yeah, he just takes pictures. He's not so scary. <laughs> but no, I was. I was definitely creeped out by Robin Williams in that film. He's very good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a movie where it's like it got a lot of attention because look, it's Robin Williams as a creep. Yeah. And it's directed by a guy who's got a strong vision. So I think those stick around. Yeah. But um, I don't think. Yeah. I. I yeah. That's the case where I like. I liked it a lot, but I don't think I loved it as much as like when it came out yeah. you know i think when it came out i was like it is also i kind of want i don't know if this would be a podcast or a seven on podcast but a thing where you decide what is the most blank movie and blank is a year like what mm-hmm. it, like i i think there's a case made that one hour photo is the most 2002 movie that's a very 2002 movie yeah i'll agree with that i think that's a very 2002 movie and right? i, I kind of like that idea of someone i don't know if it's gonna if it should or could be us but going through every year and deciding what is the most 
that that's year a neat, movie. You, if that's if you guys hear that, that's actually a neat idea. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys heard it first. Um, yeah, if you do it, you have to put it on Benview because I said it here. <laughs> uh, uh, I watched Agent Cody Banks, as you can see. Which one? The first one? Yeah. Ambient. Ambivalent. Ambivalent. Yeah, I have a three point. I don't know if we talked about my three point rating scale that I have in my log on the podcast before. But uh, movies are all either liked, disliked, or ambivalent. Ambivalent. See, for me, I know you're going to. I see here, obviously, BFG is disliked. I'm ambivalent. I'm BFG. I'm BFG. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Step Up 3D. Step Up 3D <laughs> is so good. I'm not I, joking. I, Step Up 3D is a me, fucking great movie. Let me explain something on, on the Step Up franchise. Yeah. I feel like. Because how much I love the Fast and the Furious yeah, franchise. Yeah, it's the same thing but for dancing. That's why I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like once I decide I'm going to do that, mm-hmm. I'm going to be kind of fascinated by that franchise and like it, just not on a regular, quote-unquote, good movie standard. That's status. what I'm doing now. I, this is me watching the Step Up franchise for the first time with mm-hmm. uh, a friend of the show, Andrew Lindy. Mm-hmm. And you can see I saw Step Up to the Streets a week ago, and before that I saw the first Step Up somewhere in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you, so Step Up to the Streets and Step Up 3D are directed by John M. Chu. Do you know what else he did? Uh yeah, two couple I should get them out. Uh, recently though. Now you see me two. And now you see me one. And here's the thing. No, he didn't do nice see me one. He didn't. No, I could have sworn he did. Did not. Okay. Louis well, Lee Trier, the guy who directed. That's the, right. You yeah. are correct. He did now you see me two though. Yes. And let me tell you, in fucking Step Up 3D, there is some straight up now you see me shit where it's like that's not how reality works, John. <laughs> but it's great, and I really, 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 really want a Step Up Now You See Me crossover film. Yes. It would make so much sense. Have you heard of his uh, web show called The LXD? I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. Let me point something out. It's not a good story because okay. there's no story. Okay. I don't know what the hell I was watching story wise, but if you just want to see some really. F- inventive visual dancing i mean that's now you see me too as well oh cool that's gonna figure to watch it <laughs> yeah. if you want to just see some really inventive visual dancing mm-hmm. like almost like martial arts slash break dancing fighting yeah uh, then yeah check those out oh, it's well, kind of fun also check out step up to the streets and step up 3d i'm, I'm kind of i feel like i'm gonna at some point and it i feel like much, it's gonna happen <laughs> it is much like the fast and the furious where the first movie is like kind of a drama a little bit mm-hmm. where it's like it takes itself very seriously and then yeah. and then with the sequels they just fucking go nuts yeah still it's the exact same way okay all right yeah. um i did love i did see uh, swiss army man i did like it a lot yeah um and mary elizabeth weinstead's up in that piece what's up mary elizabeth weinstead isn't that she's in it yeah how much um not a huge much. I've been on a real Mary Elizabeth Weinstead kick. Ooh, really? What have you been checking out? Well, uh, Brain Dead, the TV show. Have you seen I've it? I've never heard of that. Oh, it's a new show from the creators of The Good Wife. Okay. It's very good. So Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, she's this like documentary filmmaker, but she can't raise funding for her new movie. Mm-hmm. So she agrees to work for her brother, who's a senator, for okay. a year. So she's she's back in D.C. She hates it, but she's good at it. It's that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But guess what is happening at the same time, Justin? Mm. Is ants from space are crawling into people's brains and taking over. And it's like an invasion of the body snatchers thing. So what channel is this on? <laughs> this is, I believe it's CBS. There are only three episodes in, so you can catch up really easy. Jonathan Colton does their, every episode has like a previously on, which is a custom song by Jonathan Colton. And I am super sold. Man. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Everyone check out Brain Dead. Um, That's why I was watching The Good Wife when you walked in. Actually, is because I'm so into Brain Dead, and it was the same creators. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm sold. Excuse me, I'm sold. That sounds really. You got Jonathan Colton, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's almost enough for me. Yeah. Um, and fake uh, Kevin Spacey is her dad. You know fake Kevin Spacey. Kevin Pollock? No, that actor who looks kind of and sounds kind of like Kevin Spacey. No, actually, I don't know this. Uh, you'll recognize him w- as soon as I bring him up. I don't might have my keyboard plugged in right now, so I don't know how I'm going to get to fake Kevin Spacey from my computer. That's okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything other movies I've, I've been checking out. Uh, uh, did you see? Do you watch the Purge franchise? I've seen the first one. Purge? I hate the first one. Sure. <laughs> I listen. I like the first one quite a bit. Uh-huh. I understand why people hate it. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to fight you. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but I have heard that two and three are much better. And it's actually, okay, I, this is the thing I've heard. Would you say that each movie is better it, than the last? Is better than the last? And, and okay, so it does. And is it like each movie basically a better con- better way of, of 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 utilizing the high concept? Well, here's the thing. I that's what everyone says. But that's why you hate the first one. I, I assume. Um, no. Here's my thing. Here's my thing with the first one. I don't like it not because it's a home invasion movie. Mm-hmm. Is I feel like it's a poorly made home invasion movie for me. Mm-hmm. And I like better home invasion movies compared okay. to that one. And I hate. I, I love Ethan Hawke. He ain't my issue. Um, I hate the main kid, the main gang member. Oh, the one who spends the entire... Oh, the main gang member. No, the, not the main gang member. The main family kid? Uh, not the main family kid. The kid... Well, the kid was killing them. The main kid with the long oh, hair. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I hate the... He's I, like 22. I, I hate that actor. Okay. I hate the character. I hate the actor. He was driving... I think, for me, he was overacting, and then he was just... He was killing it more for me. That See, I liked him a lot in this movie because <laughs> of how ridiculous and over the top he was. <laughs> it, was kill, it was driving me This nuts. is fake Kevin Spacey. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm to be the, I'm to be app is a pile of shit, and I hate it. That's why I de- that's why I deleted it. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had his name, but then when I went to his page, it took away his name because it couldn't load it. You fucks. His name is Zach Grenier. There we go. Um, <sighs> the the kid from that. It's weird to me that no one points out that the main kid in the family in the purge spends the entire movie cosplaying as John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Like he's wearing a white button down oh, shirt. That is he weird. has long hair and a ponytail, oh, yeah. like one bit over his head. Yeah. Like he is exactly kid John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, he's kid Vincent Vega. Weird. You're right. I don't right. know why I was front. Like I don't know that character's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, you should watch the sequels because it definitely gets better. Well, I, I like Frank Grillo. Yeah, and he's he's good in them. Yeah, both. yeah. No, actually, I, I, the the thing I kept making a joke about the the second Purge movie mm-hmm. was that like Frank before I felt you know I know he's already Crossbones in Captain America already. Well, yeah, I know which, I know where you're going. Say it, Punisher. Yeah, he's and Punisher. If, if you want to see Frank Grillo as a Punisher, watch the Purge Anarchy because it's basically that. Yeah, just slap on a, a, a skull yeah, on his just, chest. Can we get a fan edit of the pun of the the of the Punisher Purge, which mm. is what we'll now call the film, where yeah. you superimpose a skull onto his shirt because it, it works. Because here's the thing: like I really, John Berthel, I thought is a, it end up really being very good and as mm. Punisher for me for Daredevil. But yeah. I heard Frank Grillo like you're telling me he's a forty something dude with a widow's peak from New York who's Italian. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the thing that you you pointed about about um. You zap Shane mm. Berthold's uh, Shane. Oh, John Berthold. <laughs> yeah. Shane, I called him. Because of <laughs> Shane Berthold, I get it. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I, I think you pointed out he's the punter who's like, Yeah, I'm from New York. Um, it's like this new, is my this, like New York. This is my New York accent from like like Beaumont, B- like <laughs> New York, New, new, new York, York by way of Alabama. Yeah, but yeah, New York by way of Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> he got better by the end, but let's that first few episodes is shaky. Yeah, but Franco's literally a dude from New York who's Italian, it's, who's forty, yeah. and, he's and got, he looks like a goddamn yeah. like art draw, like a, a '90s drawing of Punisher. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I would recommend the Purge. Anarchy. Okay. Uh, I saw the thing is, is also part of my Mary Elizabeth Weinstead kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinocchio, I watched the first time, didn't like it. While well, I'm shelling out my controversial opinions, is, are you talking about Disney's Pinocchio? Yeah, I'm talking about the 1940 Disney. Good Pinocchio Lord, dude! Film. All right. <laughs> when was the last time you watched that pile of shit? We're not doing this. It's a, it's a, it's a goddamn mess. We're that not. movie. That's this Luther that movie is a goddamn mess. And I'm Listen, the only Matt, one. I'm not gonna courage to say. I'm it. not gonna fight you on BFG, but I'm not. Don't, I don't have the energy to tell you why I think this is this totally. Is, this nope. is an instance of old nope. people hanging on to a classic film. Nope, if that not. movie came out today, you would say it's a goddamn wreck. No. It's all over the place. No. It's terrible. No. And no. 
No. <laughs> we should do Benview on Disney next because I could. I got some hot takes on those. Oh, God. <laughs> and I, I, what I pointed out, what we discovered me and Andrew recently because he's a big Disney guy. Sure. And there are so many Disney movies that I have just not seen because for whatever reason it was not a part of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we realized is I have seen pretty much every Disney Channel original movie from 1996 to 2002 Uh because i was huge into those sure that is the one and only part of the disney canon that i am actually into Uh uh uh-huh but what i'm saying is i would fit the disney apathetics role as well and pinocchio is Uh shit and anyone who thinks it's different is wrong i'm gonna flat out disagree (laughs) about that in every fashion that's i can't even i can't even like i don't even like no (laughs) i don't even have the energy to make that into a show you find no you find somebody you make andrew your co-host on that (laughs) I'm actually, good. That would be the perfect. That's actually the yeah. better one. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, I like I like how angry it probably makes a lot of people that on either side of Pinocchio, I have Sir of Echoes and the Purge Electioneer, and those, <laughs> and those both got liked, and Pinocchio got a disliked. Sir <laughs> of Echoes is super underrated, though. Yeah, right. I feel like no it's one talks a about good that. Movie. No, like that's like, like that's I joke around like that's Close Encounters of the Ghostly Kind. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like arguably this is the controversy thing I'm gonna say as a Spielberg enthusiast. Here we go. Bring slightly, slightly better paste than Close Encounters. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Oh, I know. I lost some people already. <laughs> you know what's weird mm-hmm. about Sir of Echoes? Mm-hmm. Why is a whale who we all know and love as Paris Geller on Gilmore Girls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's in the film as yes. the babysitter, and then there's a character in the film whose name is Liza Whale. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, All right, I, I I think we've we've I think we've wasted people's time with the. Sure, I watched Jaws uh, again. I just want to get that out for the Oh, that's fine. <laughs> of course, that's fine. I did like Aladdin and Tarzan, which I have saw for the first time as well. Oh, you haven't seen those two yet? I have now. Okay, but cool. I like those. Cool. I'm not unreasonable. No, but Pinocchio sucks. Uh, we'll see you next week, month, month, next week, month. Oh uh, well, okay. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want? Any plugs or? Oh yeah, plugs. Go to Benview on Network. BenviewOnNetwork.com is not the website. Go to BenviewNetwork. I almost said Benview on Network again. <laughs> Go to BenviewNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there. We're, we got new shows all the time. Check them out. BenviewNetwork.com. We just had a little update on the site. It looks real nice. You're going to enjoy it. Uh, go check out Super Geek Supreme. I was on a recent episode of that talking about Star Trek. Uh, the original show. Right? Yes, the original series. Mm. Uh, so you can check that out it's a really amazing podcast I'm always happy when they ask me to be a guest on there yeah uh, and follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson that's D-R Matt Benson okay uh, once again uh, all my all my all my writings are on uh, angelsofgod.com uh, uh, my most recent article I just finished was an article on Hamilton and the article is actually about uh, what I call the title of the headline. Uh, the headlining article is The Digital Footprint of the Hamilton Musical, where I basically uh, kind of discover uh, Lynn Manuel's Vine account and realize that he was yeah. kind of documenting the making of the show in real time. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, that's my recent article. Yeah, last time I mentioned, I was doing a thing on Instagram called Video a Day. Uh, I'm still doing it. Nice. Uh, month, yeah, we're in the middle of July, so I've already got two months done. Um, uh, find me on my Instagram at Justin Quiz and um, give you know like I do. Sometimes they're just really simple, like the one I did yesterday. Sometimes I they're a little more like montagey, kind of like uh, quick edit videos. But I do a video every day. Uh, hope you guys enjoy them. And uh, that's it. Oh yeah, you can find me on the Twitter at Justin Kizan. There we go. Uh, so next time it's either probably not director's chair. Yeah. Um, 
though I actually did play it. That's the funny thing. In, in the day. Back in the day. I did. Yeah. So we, maybe we can do like a 20 minute yeah. bonus where I just explain to you what I did in the game. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, the Lost World. Lost World. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Month. Month. <laughs> next week, month. When you go, sucks. <laughs>